Today's passage is Galatians chapter 5. Really the premise, the thesis statement of uh, all of Galatians, Galatians 5 verse 1, for freedom Christ has set us free. Now the immediate context is of course about these false teachers and circumcision. And uh, what Paul is saying is that God has shown us grace through Christ in order that we would live by grace through Christ. Um, that it's not, you know, Jesus is both the doorway and the true vine. Um, he is both the entrance and how we live. So, uh, Paul makes it very clear. If you accept the need to be circumcised, then you are accepting the need to keep the entire law. And that is not what Christ has set us free for, because for him, it is not circumcision or uncircumcision, but faith working through love. Um, they, they understood this. You were running well. And Paul, verse 7 through 12, is taking a direct jab at those who are teaching falsely. And now this is really difficult because, you know, within even our church, there are preachers and we can monitor what they're saying, of course, but there's so many small groups and so many community groups and so many uh, discipleship relationships that we do have to be careful about people who will preach works and people who will preach licentiousness as well. Uh, and Paul has a little jab in verse 12, right? You want circumcision so bad, so bad right? Then emasculate yourself. Now, what is he calling to those who believe? Do not use your freedom, verse 13, as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. That they're talking about circumcision. You have to do this. You don't have to do this. I deserve this. I deserve that. I'm better than Paul. I'm not, you know, whatever that is. And at the end of the day, do you love your neighbor as yourself? And it's a reminder of what Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, right? It is one as the other. And then this famous passage, Galatians chapter 5, the fruit of the Spirit, which, you know, I have used in different contexts before, and I believe you can, but it's crazy to see what it means in this context. What Paul is saying is these people are so concerned about this one thing, about circumcision or not circumcision. And I would argue that many churchgoers in America have made Christianity about keeping one or two small things um, or details. And what Paul says is look at what the life under the flesh really looks like. So somebody that has all of these things, verse 18 through 21, but they're circumcised, so they're fine. That's what Paul is saying. That's what you're arguing, right? That somebody can be greedy, somebody can be adulterous, somebody can have all of these problems, but as long as they vote along these one or two issues, then they must still be a Christian. Versus the fruit of the Spirit, which is one fruit, you know, you may have heard that before, right? It's not plural. The one fruit is all of these other things. And Right? Somebody that is all of these things by the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, all but they're not circumcised. But they don't vote along the same line as me on this one thing. But they don't have the same doctrine on a secondary issue with me on this one thing. So they must not be Christians. Paul is really pointing out, listen, look at the entirety. Look at what 
spirit really is wanting to do, what he has done, and realize that those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions, desires, and live by the spirit and keep in step with the spirit. And if that is the case, then even though there are disagreements, and right, even though there may be a disagreement about circumcision or other things, let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another.